Welcome to Kairos Talks, the Crucial Conversation Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the show. This is Chad with Kairos Talks, and joining me today is Alex Updike. He's a good friend. He's a DJ for my wedding. He's got a solid DJ business, and uh, just a, just an all around great guy. Um, in talking, you know, we when we got to meeting, he was just or he just finished up his master's degree in education uh, from Azusa Pacific University, and he also has a, another degree from somewhere in Iowa, uh, criminal justice and psychology, I believe. And uh, he's joining us today on the topic of um, kind of pursuing your dreams. You know, he has a, a really cool story, one that's a little unique. You know, he's got a master's and he's a DJ. So, you know, we're going to kind of pick his brain and figure out why he did that. And, and I'll tell you right now, he is successful because we're both business guys. We both love to talk about that stuff. But why he made that shift and, and what led him to, to do that. Um, Alex, introduce yourself. Add any details. I definitely suck at that introduction. So, you know, what, uh, what else do you want to share? Yeah, by talking about it, maybe I can figure out why I made that decision too. So it'll be a productive half an hour for us. Uh, yeah, no, you got it pretty much right. Uh, I went to a really small Christian college in Northwest Iowa called Dort, D-O-R-D-T. It was Dort College when I was there. It's Dort University now, so I guess they're stepping up in the world. Um, and got my bachelor's in criminal justice and psychology. I was a double major. And then I moved on to uh, get my master's at Azusa Pacific in education, uh, specifically to be a school counselor. So that's kind of my educational background. Um, do you want me to go into a little bit of like how I got to where I am today as a DJ? And yeah, well, let's pause real quick because I, I you just mentioned that I remember that was one of my favorite things when I met you because I before I decided that college wasn't for me. Um, and enrolled in the school of hard knocks, I, I wanted to be a school counselor for a little bit. And uh, I just remember us connecting on that. And that's, that's really cool. And I mean, technically uh, you, you can, right? Like right now you could go get a job as a, yeah. That, yeah. And that was because of the passion. You want to connect with people and, and help kids and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm certified, like state of California certified for school counseling. So I could apply for school counseling jobs now. Whether the school would actually hire me is a whole another question, but. Uh, I'm qualified. I have the piece of paper that says I took all the classes and got all the credits and passed the test. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. So let's. I just. I. I want to hit on that because that was that was a cool detail for me. I remember you know when we first became friends a couple of years ago. Um, so what? How did? How did you? What was that journey going to? Like, how did you learn about DJing and then what, what happened? Yeah. Well, I graduated. Like, I graduated from Dort in 2013. Uh, and like most college grads, I graduated and then like immediately had no idea what I was going to do with my life. Um, <laughs> I had like a little summer job worked out and even that didn't work out. <laughs> so I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I loved working with kids uh, and I loved helping people. Uh, so originally I applied to work in parole with the county of Riverside. Uh, to be a parole officer uh, with the hope that once I got in there, I could work with juveniles. It wasn't guaranteed, but that's what I wanted to do. Uh, it actually got to the point, it's like a year-long process almost to go through. Oh. It's ridiculous. And I got to the point where I was like strapped up to the lie detector and they were asking me questions, uh, which is a cool story in and of itself. Uh, 
And then I took that, and then a few weeks later, I got a letter that basically said, hey, you know, I don't even remember what it said. Either we're, 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 you didn't pass, or we're moving on without you, blah, blah, blah. And it said, you may wonder why you didn't pass, but we can't tell you. So uh, keep wondering. <laughs> you know, what popped up on that lie detector that made me look like an unhirable candidate, but they weren't going to tell me. Uh, I just remember sitting there. And I was like a grown man, I shouldn't say this on public, but I was a grown man that sat there and cried because in my head, this was going to happen. Like I was planning out my life based on this job. And mm. then I was back at square one. Dang. I had no idea what to do. Uh, so I remember sitting at the kitchen table of my parents' house on my laptop and I came across this DJing thing. And I had never been a, a music person. I listened to music. Uh, but I was an athlete growing up and an athlete through part of my years in college. And then when I wasn't an athlete anymore, I was actually heavily involved in theater and drama. Uh, so music was never a thing. I never played an instrument or anything like that. But I remember seeing the DJ thing and I thought two things. One, this is a really cheap startup with potential for really good overhead. Like it doesn't cost a lot to get started, but the earning potential is really high. So that was like my, my left side of my brain or whatever. And then the other thing was like, girls are going to dig this. Like, <laughs> girls are going to think I'm so cool if I'm a DJ. So uh, the business thing turned out to be right. It was, it was a cheap startup. And I did make, end up making, I make, I mean, I, I support myself full time now. The, the girls thing hasn't worked out, but, um, you know, I'm still working on that one. So, I mean, I was one for two on thinking about why DJing was going to be a good thing. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of why I started it. Uh, and then just, it was something I used to support myself and make a little money while I was in grad school. Mm. And then about halfway through grad school, it started to take off. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish grad school. I'm already halfway through. I'm going to finish getting my master's. I want to do that. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? I'm a single guy. I have no wife, no kids that I'm responsible for. I'm just responsible for myself. So I want to see where this thing goes. If it crashes and burns and fails, the only person it affects is me. And I can live with that. It's not like all of a sudden I've got a wife and a kid that I can't support anymore because my business crashed and burned to the ground. Right. Uh, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to see what I can do with this. And it, it just, up until COVID hit, I, I was seeing some pretty steady growth there. Uh, as far as number of gigs and amount earned and all that stuff. And I was doing it still and doing it full time. So awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, so you, you finish up your master's and I remember I, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were, we were hanging out one time this is a couple of years ago now and you had just finished your master's and you were working at a school or, or about to start working at a school and, and you had this job. It wasn't quite the job that you wanted, but it was like, something that would eventually land in that counseling position. And then you kind of went just straight for DJ. Is that, is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? I don't remember exactly when that was, but it was probably, I taught uh, middle school and high school drama for a year at my old high school. Okay. That, I think that fits the timeline. So I was yeah. probably teaching middle school and high school drama as just a part-time teacher at a little, a little private school I went to high school at. Um, so obviously that's not what my degree is in. It's not school counseling, but uh, it was a little part-time side job that I really enjoyed doing. Mm. Yeah. So, so you, so you, you kind of had your foot in the door. You had experience that would lend you credible to most education institutions. 
Um, and you've been doing DJing for a couple of years at this point and things are starting to pick up. Um, and you just decided, I, I guess, what did you decide? What, what was that moment where you were like, I, I wanted, I got this degree for this purpose, but I have this thing I'm doing and there's not a lot of risk, as you mentioned earlier, but you still, I mean, you're kind of at a, I want to say a tipping point. You could have gone the, the career path to going your degree, but instead you went all into this DJ thing and it's worked out with the exception of COVID. It was working out really well for you. So yeah. what, what helped, what made that decision for you and why did you go that route? Yeah. I'm a guy, I know you talked about one of your previous podcasts. Go listen to those if you're listening to this. <laughs> you talked about goals. Um, so when I think about goals, I'm a person that has an ultimate goal in mind. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a visual person. So I have an ultimate goal in mind and I visualize like that goal is something I can visualize in my head. And then obviously you set smaller goals that are designed to lead to that bigger goal. And that's a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I had this big, this big goal of running a, a big DJ, essentially running this, you know, we call them multi-ops, which basically just means it would be me and other employees that work under me in a DJ business, running this big multi-op DJ business uh, here in Southern California. And I saw the potential for that being in Palm Springs, which is the number two wedding destination place in the country. Wow. Um, not only that, but the fact that there's not as nearly as much competition down here as you would think. A lot of my competition comes from Los Angeles and San Diego. There's not a ton of wedding DJs down here, specifically in Palm Springs. So I just, I, I saw a big goal and I saw a path towards that goal. And for me, I have a really hard time giving up on things. And I felt like if I moved into education, I was giving up on that big goal. Mm. And in my mind, I couldn't. Like I couldn't do that. There would always be that. What if, what if I had stuck with this business? Would I have been able to take it to that level uh, that I was picturing in my head? Uh, and so I wanted, I wanted to go for that. So I just, I decided like, this is what I want to go for. That's my goal. Uh, I don't want to give up on it. I don't want to have that. What if, so I'm going to go after this big goal and see, uh, if I can make it. And, and there's other things, you know, I love the flexibility of running your own business. You know, I love not having to get up at six or seven in the morning, five days a week to get to an office at eight o'clock. Um, I love not sitting behind a desk 40 hours a week. Mm. You know, there's standing, standing apparatuses now. I stand behind my oh. desk. No, I might have to rethink my whole life trajectory. I'm not stand behind the desk instead of sit behind the desk. Um, you know, I like the freedom of I only have to actually be somewhere once or twice a week. Now, obviously, I have all the behind-the-scenes stuff I have to do, mm. but I can create that on my own schedule. You know, if I if I have something that pops up and I have a friend that's like, hey, let's go grab lunch. I can go do that and I can push answering emails or searching for new music or putting together a new mix or whatever. I, I, I can schedule that how I want. Yeah. As long as I'm at the wedding on Saturday or at the big corporate event or whatever it is, everything yeah. I can do on my own schedule. Uh, and I love that as well. And the pay is pretty nice. So Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay, if I'm, if I'm distilling this into two sentences, 
and I'm probably going to do three, so I apologize in advance. But if I'm distilling this into a shorter piece, you basically found that you found a path that aligned more with your personal goals and dreams than the path that you had been set on previously because your goals and dreams shifted. Um, and then I'm guessing, I know we t briefly, you know, had in the past talked about this, but your parents are also encouraging the, the more education, quote unquote, professional route, I think. Is that, is that right? Uh, my dad, my dad's more just like the kind of do what you're going to do. Like he, okay. he uh, really voiced an opinion. My mom, when you come right down to it, she's always going to support what I choose to do. Um, but there is always with my mom, there was always like, like, you know, you have that master's degree, right? Like, <laughs> like, don't, don't waste that. Um, so there was always a little bit of that from my mom and not in a way where I felt like it was even inappropriate Got but it. in a way where she's like, she's a mom. Yeah. She don't worry about you. And that's part of the job. And she was a teacher. That yeah. was, she was a teacher her whole life. And so she sees that master's in education, and she was so proud of me for getting that. And so she sees that path, I think, as just like a little more stable. And I think it's taken her a little bit to see the DJ not just as, oh, I'm just the guy that goes and plays music, uh, you know, once a week <laughs> at people's weddings, and seeing it as, oh, my son is really running a business. And the DJing is the product he gives out. But I think as I talk to her about the business side of things and all the stuff I've learned and how I want to run things and what my goals are, I think she started to see like, oh, my son's not just somebody. He's not just like the DJ on TV or whatever, or the stereotypical guy who's just like sleeping until noon and then playing music at once a week or whatever. Like he's really he's doing a lot of things and he's running a, a business and yeah. the music just happens to be the product that he's selling so i think she's starting to see it in that light which is the way i see it yeah so if you're if you're someone who's listening to this podcast the show on a random day i think we've got some really cool things to take from your story um first thing that i'm just kind of thinking through is you had to have clarity, you know, you went through this school and you were just living life. You were looking for a part-time gig, trying to explore your options, trying to, you know, you're recovering from that shock of that, that path that you had thought you were going to go down, right? That, that was kind of taken away, but, but you got real with yourself. You looked at what you wanted and, and even though that changed because you were continually checking in with your own, you know, mindset and stuff, you know, you decided to commit to a path that you, you decided to finish strong with the things you were committed to. But then after that, you committed to a single path. So it was, it was being real with yourself and deciding where you wanted to go, right? Setting that intention. I think that's, if you're, I mean, if you're someone else who's not, who doesn't want to be a DJ, I don't want to be a DJ. No offense to anyone who has a DJ who wants to be a DJ, but I, I don't want to be a DJ. So if I'm listening to this and I'm trying to learn something from your story, because I think there's some really cool stuff here. I need to be real with myself and then kind of figure out where I want to go. Is that kind of the first step, if you would, for, for kind of how you went? Yeah, I would definitely just say, you know, take kind of like a, a step back and look at everything you're doing as a whole and just say, is this what I really want to do? Um, mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I, I, I'm not big, like, <laughs> I'm not a big, like, 
uh, do what you want to do, love yourself, man. Like, I'm not like a big hippie person, but like, as a school counselor, if I don't really want to be there, it's not even about me. It's about the kids. Like, if I'm a school, there, there are so many school counselors that don't want to be there. Like, that's just the facts. Like, you get into the, the, the school system, especially the public school system, there's a lot of employees that don't want to be there. Um, and uh, it, it, in a sense, it's not fair to you, but we do stuff all the time we don't want to do because it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not fair to the kids. Like, the kids deserve to have someone there that wants to be there that's going to put in the effort. So if you're, especially in something like education, which is my field, that's what, that's what I can speak to. Um, that's something where it's like, okay, take a step back, look at what do I want to do? Am I pursuing what I'm going to be able to put a hundred of my hundred percent of myself into, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of go from there. So yeah, I saw yeah. like, okay, I take a step back and this DJing thing and the business side of this DJing thing is what I've all of a sudden become passionate about. So that's what yeah. I'm going to pursue. Cool. No, I, I dig that. And I think that's, that's a lost thing. Some people are caught in what they're supposed to do. Quote unquote, I have this master's degree. I'm supposed to go be a school counselor, but, but no, my heart's changed. My mind's changed and I need to pursue what, where that's pulling me. And I think that's the second piece of it. Honestly, I think it's only two pieces. You got to visualize where you want to go. I love how you said I'm a visual person. I could see this picture up in front of me and I'm just thinking, you know, and, there, and you're right. There's a whole, there's another conversation on on how to get the smaller steps but you got to figure out where you want to go because if you don't have an end result in mind then you're never going to be able to plot a path there and there's other you know what we sean is actually sean poe is going to come on and we're going to talk about how to break up goals into smaller steps so that's like on our list but um i mean you just got to have that end result and the rest will come if you think about it on a regular basis you'll find the small steps even if you don't have a framework to do it right so um yeah, man, that's super cool. So if you are listening, I would say, one, take a look at where you are. Let I mean, a hard look. You may have invested tens of thousands of dollars into this thing, whether it be school or another business or something. And then that may need to shift. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right, Alex? <laughs> oh, no, I have a bunch of student debt. <laughs> for a degree I'm not using. So if that's something you're concerned about, give me a call and we'll uh, commiserate together. Yeah. Especially if your lady thinks DJs is cool. He is accepting calls. Uh, (laughs) So, um, yeah, so so take a hard look at where you're at and visualize where you want to go. And if you can do those two things, you know, right now it's hard with the whole COVID stuff for your business, I know. But I know that you're also still fine, which is something a lot of people can't say, even with their quote-unquote stable jobs. So, you you know, it's, it's cool to see that. So any, any closing remarks for anyone who's listening today? Uh, I don't think so. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm a DJ, not a motivational speaker, but um, no, I just have, I do have that experience kind of going, going down one road and then deciding to go another. So I would just say, be, be open to where life takes you. Um, I'm 30 years old now and I find myself saying more and more cliche things that I would have made fun of old people for saying five or 10 years ago. Uh, but I, apparently there's a reason those things get said. Um, especially if, if you're a Christian, uh, and I know Chad does this podcast from a Christian perspective as well. Um, don't pretend to know, don't pretend to know or think, you know, where God's going to take you because you don't. Um, 
but be open to where he is going to take you. And even if you're not a Christian, uh, be open to where, to where life, to where life takes you. Um, it's more exciting that way. And you, you never, <laughs> you never, you never know uh, where, where you're going to get taken, but yeah, don't fall into that trap of, you know, I've already spent X amount of dollars or I've already put this amount of time into something. So this is what I have to do for the next 40, 50 years of my life. Um, be open to where different directions might take you. You, you might end up being a wedding DJ in Southern California. So yeah, during- be a wedding DJ here. Cause I don't want you to compete with me for business. I don't know if they do that there weddings I mean they do weddings but but you they have music and stuff yeah <laughs> all right guys well, well, Midwest, so yeah <laughs> I, I'm allowed to make fun of them got it okay well um thank you guys for joining us today and uh catch us next time on Kairos Talks Thank you for joining us on Kairos Talks. We hope that this crucial conversation was impactful for you. We hope you join us next time. Don't forget to subscribe and join in on the conversation in the Kairos Talks Facebook group. Thank you and have a great day.